Well, thank you for joining us on our newest podcast here at All Saints. I am Patty Mabry, Innovation Specialist and Director of the Center for Innovation, which is the upper school at All Saints Episcopal School in Tyler, Texas. And with me is my esteemed colleague, who I love very much, and uh, she's going to talk to us about what her students did for Black History Month for STEM. Yes, so I'm Rachel Hoffman, and I am in charge of STEM in middle school. Um, And I want to start out by saying I think if you're listening as an educator, this is possibly a project that you probably could do with fourth through tenth grade, probably. Um, It uses the Merge Cube. Um, and for those of you that aren't familiar, in case you haven't heard of the Merge Cube, uh, it's a uh, augmented reality opportunity for your students. So um, we use Merge Cube and we use Code Spaces um, for the kids to code. So let me start with the beginning of this project. Uh, and I, I'm going to start at the beginning so that way um, maybe other educators can can understand, oh, I'm not the only person that does this. So <laughs> this was a last minute project, like right. last, last minute. We had some issues here at school um, because Snowvid of- Snowvid 2021. Yes, 100%. Snowvid 2021. Um, we had some issues and we had some classroom movement. Um, and so um, I was a little flustered and, and, and not because of anything the school's done. They were amazing and they were supportive. And it, it was just me personally as a human being flustered. Um, it's a little so, hard to get shifted from one classroom to the next over a weekend period and having to start fresh with students. Right, 100%. And I couldn't find all the kids' projects, which makes me, I get more upset when I when I can't do something for the kids than I do if it's about me. So I couldn't find their projects and I was freaked. So I decided, well, let's just stop projects altogether, and we will just take time to do a lesson. And so I was like fumbling through what to do. Um, and I looked at the merge cubes in the classroom and I was like, okay, here we go. So we have five in middle school and we have like four in early learning lower school. Anyway. Um, so anyway, um, I said, okay, what can I do with these? That's interactive for the kids to to get some AR and to do some coding, which this month we're talking about coding. So um, Black History Month is personally important to me. Um, I am half black, half white. And so it's it's important for me to um, share my heritage as much as possible. Um, and so I said, okay, let's, let's combine the two. Um, so <clears throat> I came up with a list of 21 um, black history people of STEM. And um, I gave them to the kids and I said, okay, here's 21 names. You're going to choose a name. Each name has its own merge cube. Each side I want coded by the end of all 21 people. So we got six sides, we got 21 people. All of you by the end will have contributed to, to this project in some way. So this was a project that all of my kids did together, which is the first time I've done that with them and have them my fifth through eighth grade all worked on the same project, right. um, which was which was kind of cool. And we'll get into that in a minute. Um, seeing seeing them see other kids' work and making it better as they went. But anyway, um, can I say something yeah. real quick? So I just want to for our listeners, in case you have no idea what a merge cube is, um, 
It's about a three inch by three inch by three inch cube and uh, it's black and it has these little codes on them that it works a lot like a QR code. So when like when you, you know, when you put your phone over a QR code and something pops up in your phone for you to use. In this case, it's almost a cartoon-like um, adventure that, that students can design that are on all six faces of the cube. So when you're thinking augmented reality, they're actually holding spaces in their hand and they can twist and turn and look at all the different faces and see things. And so you're really looking at, at these things growing out of your hand, basically. And uh, so if you can kind of imagine as she's talking about this project, how cool this would be for students to see this appearing um, as they're looking through an app on their phone. Mm -hmm. So, and that was kind of, I had some who didn't really know what augmented reality was. Right. I said, okay, so this is an AR thing when I, you know, introduced the lesson and um, some of them were like, well, what is AR? I said, okay, do you play Pokemon Go? Like that was my right. go too. I said, do you play Pokemon Go? Pokemon Go. <laughs> and they I'm were level like, 42 for the record. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, of course I do. And I said, okay, so when you can catch that Pokemon, but you still see your surroundings, that's AR. Right. So <laughs> for those of you that are looking for a way to explain what augmented reality is, that's the easiest way. Because, right. I mean, just about every kid has at least tried right. Pokemon Go. Right. So anyway, um, so I introduced it, um, and I wasn't sure – I still wasn't sure how this was going to be – so we go through our four Ds. Right. Okay, so we have our discover – our design, our develop, and then our deliver, which sometimes, and I try really hard for it not to fall flat, but sometimes the deliver can fall flat. Um, right. They've done this project, now what? So I, I still hadn't quite worked through what that D was going to be until halfway through the first class. And I saw my first class was seventh grade. Um, and two of my boys who usually... Um, don't participate that much, actually had done some stellar work on their cube. Um, and they had done really well. And I was like, what are we going to do with this? Like, they had done so well. Did you ask I them was, that? I was, were like, I was thinking okay. it. I was like, what are we going to do with this? So I said, um, okay, here's what we're doing. And I just stopped the class. I said, hey, everybody, just so you're aware, <laughs> these cubes are going to go to lower school, and they're going to be for our lower school to come watch a virtual museum. Right. And they were like, oh, wow. So that kind of added a level of, oh, this is going to be actually seen and it's actually going to be used to teach the lower school Correct. children. So it became even more of like, a, oh, I really do need to focus on this and I really do need to try. I think that has to do with your projects in the past, though, because I don't think they would have necessarily just jumped at it. But you have instilled that in the students to where they like doing things for other people. You've really pushed that empathy. Which is, I mean, I feel like, yeah, piece. empathy is is huge. It's it's one of the biggest components for middle school. Right. Because, I mean, Cindy does amazing things and she gets them ready. So by the time they come to me, I don't really need to teach them how to cut or glue stuff together. Like, they can do that. Right. So when they come to me, I'm trying to get them to empathize and do for others, right. which is really hard I at this know, grade level. it is, but they're jumping on it. You're doing they a are. I'm sorry. I have to brag. She's no, just doing fine. a fabulous job. They're, do they're doing great. They're, they're starting to pick up on that, mm -hmm. on that empathy. Um, so anyway, they really started kicking into gear um, when I told them that. So um, I do have, I wrote, I actually wrote some stuff down for this podcast. Listen, it's the first one that I'm doing where I'm actually like, like you're prepared telling stuff. So um, anyway, I <clears throat> I gave them um, a rundown. So in our classes, I have 80 minutes with my kids. 
Um, just so you're aware of the time frame that it took once about, a week, right? Once a week, 80 minutes. So I sat down and I said, okay, number one, I had to explain where we were and what space we were in and that this was our space for the rest of the year. So that took up a little time. And then, um, we, we, you know, said our condolences and we, we talked about miss, um, coach Lanford. And so we were, you know, it, that takes time getting through right. that process for the kids. But then, um, I explained it. By the time all that's done, 20 minutes is gone. So they had about an hour, no, 50 minutes, because they stopped in 10 minutes early so they could show off what they'd done. So each class had about 50 minutes for this project. So if you break it down and you're thinking, you know, how long does this take? In 50 minutes, if the kids are working in partners, they could get at least three sides of the cube done. So if you're looking to do something like this for your kids or whatever, you know, it's going to take maybe about two hours for them to fully complete, complete the cube. And also this is a research project at the same time, because these kids have no idea who these names are at all. So they're having to research the name and then input and make it interactive and it's make not it like fun. they've ever heard the names before. Exactly. Ever. ever. Exactly. So, right. I mean, it was kind of like one of those things where it, <laughs> I didn't do Harriet Tubman, like Harriet Tubman was on the list. I told the kids, they, they yelled that out. I said, she was not the, the underground railroad wasn't a real train. So she was not an engineer in any way. So she's not on the list. So I'm glad they knew who she was, though. They did know who she was. But um, anyway, I was like, so we're only doing STEM-related names. So these were all names that were STEM-related. So anyway, um, yeah, about 50 minutes gets them through the three sides with researching. So if this is something that you've already done with your kids and you you they have learned about this already and this is them just showing it off, it might not take... Right. As long at all. It would work really well with a history teacher just incorporating this in. And yes. And can start to pick those characters. Yes. Know, so. Characters um, of yeah, people. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Whatever. Either way. <laughs> they could do characters from a book from. Okay. If they're literature. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, about 50 minutes is what I had in my six classes. So I have two, two, my goodness, seventh, two sixth, one fifth, and one eighth. So um, the first day was a seventh and two sixth, and they did some pretty great things. Um, my seventh graders are currently in the process of making um, Raspberry Pi projects. Right. So coding for them, we've already done, we've done a whole class period of coding um, just so they could get accustomed to it. Um, and I am not asking them to create code for their Raspberry Pis. I'm asking them to find code for the Raspberry Pis. So anyway, <laughs> this is, CoSpaces uses block coding. Right. They also have another option. Do you remember what it's for? It's like they could do block coding or they can do... I think it's JavaScript. Is it JavaScript? I think it's Java. Okay. So we're not at a point where I'm going to say, hey, do JavaScript. I right. think in years to come, I think it's possible that we get to the point where in middle school I'm saying, hey, start using JavaScript, but we're not there yet. Right. So we're still using right. the block coding. Um, so that was pretty great. So I have some seventh grade boys here who um, I interviewed a few different groups. So these are seventh grade boys. Their names are Frank, Owen, and Rad. Um, I stopped them today at recess, and this is what they had to say. Oh, about and, the and he says his name is like Rad, like Radical. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> He does. Yeah, I love him to death. Mm -hmm. I am here talking with Rad, Frank, and Owen about the Black History Month project. Boys, tell me, did you enjoy it? Did you not like it? What was like 
your takeaway from it? Uh, I enjoyed it. I think we got a good opportunity to learn a lot about uh, some important black people in history. How about the coding part? Did that feel decent, hard? Um, the coding honestly was pretty simple, and yeah. it wasn't really the coding that hard was to pretty do. simple. You basically just had to attach an image. What was the name of the coding that we did? Do you remember? What kind of coding is that? Do you remember? They did not remember. I'm just going to go ahead and let you know so now. They did not remember the name of the coding, but that's okay because we didn't touch on that. That was not the point of the lesson. Um, so um, that was them. And they, they kind of, Frank was really into the research portion of it. And they're right. That group, they, that especially that group of three, their coding experiences are already in there. So right. for them, the coding portion really wasn't difficult. Um, it was more the research and, and figuring out who their name who was. Who is this person? Right. I've never and heard of them. I let them choose whoever they wanted. Um, I, we're all here at All Saints all about the student agency. Right. So it was, I don't care who you pick. As long as you pick a name, I don't care how many sides you do. As long as I, you could pick multiple people and do, do one side each, as long as you're working. I really didn't. Right. There was no, there's no grade for this. There was no rubric. I just wanted them engaged and working. Um, so anyway, for, for the seventh grader, uh, the, those boys that I grabbed, that was what they had to say. Now this is, um, another seventh grader. Her name is Hannah and she's new this year. Um, and I didn't really put that together until I was interviewing her, but here she is. I am here with seventh grader Hannah, and she's going to tell us about her experience doing the black history month project. So I did, um, I enjoyed it. It was kind of difficult to like find the information and find who I wanted to do. But once I got that, it was fun trying to figure out how to put it in, um, the code in and like make everything work. So Hannah is new here this year and I didn't even think about that. Have you used Merge Cube before? No, I have not. You haven't? So it was all only process for you yes was it overwhelming trying to do it for the first it time it wasn't overwhelming because i had people helping me and like explaining it um so it was pretty easy once you got like the grip of it awesome was there anything you would change about the lesson no not really i mean if you had a bigger class maybe like partners but being that the class is so small it worked out awesome you're perfect thank you hannah you're perfect she's she's pretty great um <laughs> So I didn't even think about the fact that she had been new. Um, and of course, you know, I keep an eye on the class at all times. And I saw them talking together. It didn't even click to me that the kids were helping her with the coding portion of the... Because she didn't have that experience. Right, because she didn't have that experience. But since most of our kids do have that experience, they just pop right over. And without Hannah even having to come to me, raise her hand, ask a question, it got done. Like, right. she, she got it done, which I think is is amazing to see that collaboration that happens. Absolutely. It goes back to the empathy as well. Yeah, you know, and that 100%. Makes, it, makes the class work better. I mean, I used to wear, when I was teaching at my last school, I would wear, uh, I'm not Google, you know, <laughs> on my shirt. I would put this little thing on, and then I would turn it. I am Google today, and then they could ask, they were allowed to ask me questions. I love but, that. Uh, but it really depended on where we were in the lesson, and so... The kids knew that meant Miss Mabry's not going to answer anything that I ask. I, I'm just going to ask another question, and I'm going to get on their nerves. And so they had to find a way to work together to get their solutions. So that's neat that yours is just happening, you know, organically. Yeah, I mean, organic. Like, right. I, I mean, I didn't say, hey, somebody help her out. It Nobody, just happens. It just happens. It's great. Um, 
which goes to more than just my class and what's happening in my class, but just as a, as a whole, as a school, that they feel that connection right. with each other to just kind of be able to. With your fifth graders, I don't know, when I was doing middle school before, um, they would follow me around like a ducklings, like my baby ducklings. <laughs> and it took me a good, you know, two weeks or so until I finally got the ducklings to realize that they need to ask someone else first. Um, did they do that or support, are we starting to see that that's changing a little bit with Miss Colwell's world? So my fifth graders already knew me. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. So right, right. that makes sense. Right. It's, it's a little different. These next few years for me, they will have known me up until because of OM. Uh, well, and because and of just I was over working there. over yeah. there. So I'm new to middle school this year. For those of you um, that are listening, I'm new. So I was in uh, early learning and lower school. And I was middle school, and I've years. shifted over into upper school now. Right. So for, for the next, like, four years, these kids are actually going to know me, and they they know me. Um, so, no, I don't have the duckling situation. Oh, it was crazy. I'm like, they I literally bet. followed me, and sometimes I would just walk down the hallway on purpose just to see how far they would go, and they would just keep following me, and then I realized it was a waste of their time. How funny. But uh, I, it took me a while to figure that out because I funny. my last school, I taught high school, and so trying to figure out how to – okay, from high school to fifth, it was a huge, huge transition. Um, and uh, it was interesting, and I was just like, okay, little ducklings, come on, you know. And then finally <laughs> they decided hilarious. that they would get more accomplished if they didn't follow me around. And, That's and, really and funny. So I broke them. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, I, I love loved it, that. though. I did love it. <laughs> so speaking of fifth graders, though, um, that was my second day with my fifth graders, and they were actually the end of the day. So I'm going to – I'm gonna. I said speaking of fifth graders, I'm going to hop to my class right before my eighth graders. Okay. Okay. So I have a – I have come to just bond with these eighth graders that I have, and I think it's because I have an eighth grader um, sense of humor. Um, I hang out with boys all the time. I, I, like, my husband and I, we play D&D with a group of boys. And the 12-year-old humor just, like, rolls off the tongue. Right. So <laughs> I think um, <laughs> um, I think I just click with them. Right. Um, they watch The Office, and they like to get snarky with each other, and that's just kind of it. So I looked at these guys, and, and um, Ms. Good would be happy and proud that I did this. I said, okay, you guys are my debuggers. So, because they were almost at the very end, my fifth grade was the very end, but they were the the second to last class that would be doing this project. I said, okay, these were going to be seen by the lower school. I said, some of these projects were done by younger classmates who have not been coding as long as you guys right. might have. I said, I said, I need you guys to go through the cubes and to make sure that it is um, actually good and it actually works. So I said, get the merge cube play it on your phone, see if it actually works. And by the way, I am not one of those teachers that says don't have your phone out. In in STEM, they know as long as they're using it for my class, I don't care. Um, so some of them have actually stopped bringing their computers into class and they just use their phones. Um, but here is Mark Scott. He's in eighth grade and he um, is going to tell us a little bit about his thoughts on the project. All right, I'm here with eighth grader Mark Scott and he's going to tell us what he liked and didn't like about the uh, AR project. Hi, I'm Mark Scott, and uh, one of the main things I liked about it was that I did learn a lot about people that I really didn't know about earlier in life, because, you know, they're not really told in history books a lot more. Um, my main dislike about it was probably how hard it was to clean everything up and just get it done 
in a time frame that was suitable. Yeah, so eighth grade was the last group that I had, and they had to come in and clean up everybody's work. Yeah, that wasn't fun at all. <laughs> That's what you get for being the oldest. Yep, yep. apparently. Anything else to add? Uh, no, not really. Awesome. Go f have fun playing tag. All right, thanks. Don't get tagged. <laughs> he was out of breath. He was in the middle of playing a game of tag, um, which is another thing I love about um, middle school is not seeing that lack of childhood imagination and, and right. play. Like they still play hard in yes, recess. They, they still get recess at our school, which is one of the oh, yeah. benefits to all saints. We like our outdoor time. We Absolutely. love our outdoor they time. They need it. They need it. Super important. Um, so, yes, they were my debuggers. So they had to go through other kids' code and make sure that it was correct. And not just that it was correct, but I had them thinking about the fact that this was going to be seen on an, on an iPad. So for those of you that have used Coast Pieces before, or maybe you're not familiar, either way, when they have an event where the code starts, <clears throat> it's usually when, when a button is tapped or something like that when up is pressed, when space is pressed. So some of the kids had that in the code. And I said, okay, so you've got to really read through the code because if I'm on an iPad, can I press the space bar? And they were like, no. I said, okay, so merge cube is really cool. It's an extra $10 um, to put the merge cube code into code spaces. But um, they have their own blocks specific to merge cube right so eighth grade went in and made sure it was things like when this side is looked at this happens when the right side is looked at this happens so they went in and they cleaned it all up to where it was an automatic thing um, i think there was only like two cubes by the end that you actually had to click on like tap a picture um, but by the end it was mostly when i look at this side this song place or when i look at this side this text pops up that's so cool. So um, it was really um, a really cool experience. Um, if we had more time, and we didn't, we were just for one week, um, we would have gone back and read some of the text because some of the text is a little difficult for littles to read um, or a little long or the words are just really big. Um, but um, I think they did a really fabulous job um, making sure it was for the lowers. Um, so... <laughs> My eighth grades came in and they debugged everything. And then my last class came in. <clears throat> and my last class is my babies that I only have for here at All Saints. We only have them for a trimester. We only have fifth grade, one trimester. But I will say the entire fifth grade class has a chance to come into STEM, which I don't, right. that's not something that happens at other schools. So right. the entire class gets experienced and exposed to what happens in STEM class. And they all code. Every single class period, they all come in and they code for 15 minutes. And you, I can always tell the coders day one because they get crazy excited and they come up to me and they go, can I do this at home? Right. Right. And I'm like, yes. Please. <laughs> Please do. I don't that, care. That sounds great. Oh, darn. You want to code? Right. I, just, I know. I, don't I didn't know even how have I to assign this. homework. <laughs> They just assign it themselves. Uh, right. But anyway, this class in particular um, were coding machines. And I felt a little guilty. We had just done a coding project the, the week before. So I felt a little guilty. I said, guys, you're going to be coding again this week. And not a one went, aw, or anything like that. I was like, okay, good. Because <laughs> I felt guilty. Like, we usually right. switch it up every week so they have a little taste of everything. And it just did not happen for them that week. Um, but... <clears throat> 
fifth graders have imagination out the wazoo. Yes, I do. So I had one little girl, and this is what the undo button was made for. God bless her. I love her to death. But she came in and she changed an entire cube that was already done and had like a little butterfly that like flew away on the merge cube. And baby came in and changed the entire cube. And I love her to death. Um, she is not my highest coder in the class. <laughs> it was cute and it was adorable. I was able to go back and, and put it back the way it was. Um, and, but I kept one of her sides. So I kept one side that was hers. Um, so yes, I had my eighth grade debuggers come in and clean everything up. And then I had my fifth grade with huge imaginations come in and, 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 and make it more, um, fluffy yeah <laughs> they added glitter um and i just came no, in and, and i sweeped up the glitter a little bit so i kept most of it and i sweeped up the glitter just a little bit um but they had a blast i unfortunately i didn't have a chance to um grab any of them to uh give their input but i did grab a couple of sixth graders so our last interview is from three awesome sixth grade girls who are actually um side note they are creating a STEM virtual fair, totally student run. Um, so these three girls are actually, I, I was able to pull them aside because they were in my class um, planning at the time. So anyway, here are those three awesome girls. I am here with three sixth graders, Savannah, Nikki, and Clara, and they are going to tell us their experience doing the Black History Month AR Cube. Well, when we first started designing the cube, it was a very interactive experience because we could experiment with different types of coding and put in something that made sense to us. It was really unique uh, that uh, we, we could research about in like facts. We put it down, you can see all the facts around her and stuff like that. When we were researching about the person that we were doing our cube about, we got to learn a lot of more about that person when we were researching because we have to look them up and write down information on the cube. Excellent. What was your favorite part about doing it? I think my favorite part was seeing all the facts when you like turn the cube, it shows this, and you turn it around, it shows that. You could put like people on it and like pictures and everything like that. My favorite thing was probably being able to collaborate with everyone else. My favorite thing was seeing what all the pers person did when they were... It's oh, awesome. Yeah. We had to learn. We had to learn about lots of... Uh, there were names that um, we some of us hadn't even heard of before, right? Yeah. I know. I There's like two or three that I hadn't heard of before. I never heard of Jane Wright, but now I know everything about Jane Wright. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much, girls. <laughs> That's so cute. Yes. So those are my, and I promise I did not promote them in any way to say anything like that. Those three girls um, are just, just that way. They, um, they, they know how to say things, except for the one who was very nervous. But <laughs> other than that, they, they can pull um, some things out really well. So um, it was a fun project. It was a last-minute project. We did not do our journal. We did not go through the, the Ds. Did we hit the Ds? Of course we did. We, they discovered. I told them the thing. They designed. They, they thought what was going to go on what side. It just didn't get written down this time around. So in my class, right. just so everybody's aware, we do um, journals where they have to put down each step, their thoughts, their, their process, what's happening. I tell them um, when it comes to, to develop, 
I need to be able to follow your project. So if like I can't recreate, if I can't recreate it, then you're missing steps. Um, and that's usually what we do. But this time around, it was just that one day project, and it did get written down. But it's one that I think they'll remember, even though it didn't get written down. Right. I so agree. anyway, that's a little bit of coding in middle school with AR. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you all listening and tuning in to our podcast and uh, look forward to talking with you again soon. Bye, guys.